<laughs> Welcome back to the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all. Yes. That's actually really depressing when there's nobody. Yeah. Are we, do, are we pouring this? We should a little bit. Okay. Just so it looks like it's not just. Are we putting all of this in the podcast episode? Yep. <laughs> This is banter. Holy smokes. Just a little bit for set dressing. That's a regular. Uh, is there any ice? It's a good dose. Is there any ice? Is there any ice in the world? You're the one that killed those people? <laughs> that was my Robert De Niro. You're the one that, that killed those. Hey, you're the one that killed those people. <laughs> that is such a bad Robert De Niro. It's almost as Mary. bad as a Jordan Bel- Belfort. <laughs> almost as bad. The keyword being almost, because so what if you're selling fish? <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, super just, unclear that it's uh, even supposed to be him. Let me. Uh, I'm not talking about an average company. I'm talking about I'm talking about my company. <laughs> <laughs> it was my jet. Was that Grant Cardone Grant, now? Ten X. So that's what we should do is a remake of the Jordan Belfort Grant Cardone <laughs> just interview. Word for word. <laughs> we should we should transcribe it like a script and do like the script readings. Yeah, that would actually be pretty funny, probably. It's funny. We should not do that right now though. But you should not be Jordan Belfort. Hey, so we have on the show <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. Oh. I'm go Carnival Barker is my default. <laughs> we should definitely load our theme music into this button though. Yeah. It makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> than what we're doing, which is just stock stock music. It's probably copyrighted. Probably. Live from a living room in Las Vegas, <laughs> it's World Class, with your host, Travis Chappell, and his handsome assistant, Eric Skorzynski. Not brought to you yet by McAllen. Not uh, yet. But it will be soon. McAllen, if you can see this, if anybody's watching this oh, from sorry, McAllen... Sorry. And uh, you have a contact at McAllen that can help sponsor the show. We'll if you know Francis proud. McAllen, is that you know it? It's got to be Francis. <laughs> name another name that ma- Francis. Think of another first name. This is from Scotland. You think his name is Gregor, Francis? Gregor McAllen. Gregor. Gregor. <laughs> That's like probably more probable than Francis. Here we go. And here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Hey, that was Holy pretty good, smokes. right? Holy smokes. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show where we are playing with the soundboard and drinking whiskey. And uh, we are doing another episode of Ask Travis quarantine style. But uh, don't worry, we're keeping our distance for those of you who are freaking out. Um, <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll start with some reviews. I, uh, there's one review there's in on, particular. There's only one review that matters. We're only going to do one review today. Did one? you show it to the camera? <laughs> it's, it's this one. Uh, this one is, uh, so this is, this one means a lot to me. Um, and this one's really, it's personal for me. Um, are you really doing laundry right now? <laughs> Someone left a coin in the washer. Welcome to world class. Uh, 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 That's a laugh. Uh, Here we go. It's laundry day. Into the review. This one says outstanding production, which I couldn't agree more. Uh, This is from Good Inc. He says, uh, this show's fantastic. Travis and his producer, Eric Skorzynski. Are hilarious. Did he 
actually type out your whole last name? My whole name, and he spelled correctly? it right. And he spelled it right. Wow. Eric Skorzynski are hilarious. Must have been a copy-paste type of a... Eric situation. kills it as the adorable producer. Did you add that word? Nope. As the adorable producer, keeping keeping Travis on task. Check out my podcast, Chris Talks Cars. Look, Chris, we're not here to promote your show. We're here to promote me. Well, technically... I'm just kidding. We tell that's people part to do of the that. agreement. Yeah. Yeah. So check out his podcast, Chris Talks Cars. Is that it? Buckle up. You're going to like it. <laughs> I forget which one. Oh, there we go. Oh, wait. Nope. No, wait. Nope. nope. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there, wait. That's right. Buckle up. <laughs> All right. And now we're going to go into the questions, which you have on your phone. <laughs> I think he did something wrong. Oh, really? <laughs> There's just no sound on that one. <laughs> Good question. You didn't record sound? <laughs> I can't put that in. <laughs> no. Uh, this is this is a really good first run. <laughs> he didn't record sound. Okay, our first guest didn't record sound. Brandon did. Hey, Travis, curious, as it's not always easy to find what mastermind fits you best, what is the best way really to search for a mastermind today? Thanks. You dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> what, what a plug. Excellent question. Uh, yeah, I wish, there was, I wish there was a tool to help us find awesome masterminds. It would be awesome if there was like a software <laughs> where you could search for masterminds. That was you know? so sly. <laughs> I played that with the best of intentions. <laughs> So, uh, so Travis, what's a good yeah. way to find a mastermind for you? So, so typically, to answer this question seriously, typically you are correct, Brandon. Like it's, there's not really much to do. The first time I ever heard the word mastermind was actually I was taking a free online course from John Lee Dumas. It was a free podcast course, and it was back when I was figuring out if I wanted to go down this path. And he mentioned masterminds. He was like, oh, yeah, you should probably hire a coach, and, and like joining a mastermind is good. And I was like... What is a mastermind? I thought what it was a. Do? I thought it was the DreamWorks movie. The first time I heard it. Yeah, that's what it is. Megamind. Yeah, that's essentially Sorry. essentially what everybody thinks, and or or you think of like a criminal mastermind. That's like right where your head goes, and if you do a Google search, that's basically what you're gonna find. <laughs> that's really all. That's really all you can find when you like search for it. So there's not really. There's not really much to do right now about that, uh, except for what I would like the way that I tell people prior to what Brandon is going to build. And for obviously everybody who doesn't know this, Brandon is in the middle of building a company called the success finder where people will actually be able to go to a search engine and look for masterminds and that are like fully rated from people that are or were members of those groups. And the same thing with any live events. So it will be, will be a really helpful tool. And it's one that I've wished, I, I wished existed a long time ago. I remember thinking that when I was searching for a mastermind, when I first heard it, I was like, man, this is impossible to find something. So really the, the real answer is find people, find leaders or thought leaders in your space that you want to emulate in some way, like some version of their success that you want to emulate. So for me, the reason that I joined up in a mastermind that John Lee Dumas did was that he was obviously the expert podcaster and I wanted to learn how to become a better podcaster. 
Um, so I would just kind of like monitored his Instagram and just followed his stuff pretty carefully. And then one day saw that he was announcing that he was going to do a weekend mastermind. I was like, okay, well, cool. That's it. So after that mastermind, I was like, well, that seemed to work out. Let me see if I can go find another one, but I didn't really know where to start or where to, where to go. And, uh, so I just started going to events, live events. And <clears throat> actually it was John Lee Dumas who brought me to this live event called thrive, um, which is put out here in Vegas every year. And, uh, I think they're going to do it again. I think they're doing it again this year. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to be like last week actually. Um, but obviously Corona stopped that. So they, I think are postponing it to the fall, but it's a really good event and it's run by a guy named Cole Hatter. And so when I went to thrive, I saw that Cole had his own mastermind. And when I looked at what Cole was up to, it was all, there were, they, he was also successful in some things that I wanted to be successful in. So his main, like his bread and butter was flipping real estate. And right. that's what he'd done for a long time. And then um, not only did he flip real estate, but he also sold real estate trainings from stage. Um, so he's, he's, he's clocked like over 3,000 hours on stage now because um, he speaks like nine hours that's every it. day on a weekend for like four or five years. So. Yeah, that's all. Just 3,000 hours. Rookie numbers. So I, I knew that I wanted to speak better. I knew that I wanted to learn a little bit more about real estate and um, and real estate investing. Um, and then I knew that I wanted to get into the event space, which obviously he was throwing a really large, successful live event. Um, so all of those things, you know, stacking on each other, it was like, okay, well, that's the next mastermind for me. And not to mention John Lee Dumas is the one that made the intro for me to him. So he was somebody that I trusted that was recommending that he was a good dude. So um, that, you know, came with a, a big endorsement from JLD. So I was just like, okay, well, this is the next one for me. And then, uh, when I joined the, the mastermind that I'm in now, the, the, um, the hundred million mastermind the, it was, it was out of the fact, like two, two big things for me was that I wanted to get better at direct response. Um, like basically the entire industry, I just wanted to learn more about it and get better at it. Copywriting emails, um, you know, funnels and like all of that whole world. And a lot of the people that are in that group are just experts and the masters at that um, that craft. And so <clears throat> that was something that I wanted to emulate in my personal life. Um, not to mention, not to mention there's also some people in there that are really good at raising capital and raising funds, uh, for like startups and things like that. And right now I'm in the middle of building this software out. And, uh, so I knew that I knew that I knew that I wanted to be able to learn from those types of people and that the, their success was success that I wanted to emulate in my personal life. And so, um, it, right now in terms of like discovery, there's not a lot of great things except for just getting in the industry and learning as much as you can from the people that you want to emulate the success. Like I, I don't, I don't recommend joining a mastermind just for the sake of joining a mastermind, even though, you know, like for instance, my mastermind that I run is a content based mastermind. So like if you have zero intent, <clears throat> zero inkling of like creating content online, starting a podcast, doing a YouTube channel, like making your Instagram better in some way, like if you have zero interest in any of that stuff, then you probably shouldn't join my mastermind. Like it's not going to be. And you should like, probably start doing those things. Yeah. yeah. Also. <laughs> yeah. And also you should. You're also probably things. not going to last very you long. You should do those things and you should join my mastermind. But, <clears throat> but, but that's what I'm saying is that if you, if like, don't just, don't just go find the first one that you find and then just say like, sign up just because like, yeah. this is one that I found and I respect the leader. It's like, okay, well yeah. 
in, unless you're willing just to pay that much money to get close to the leader, which in some cases you might be willing to, and in some cases might be worth it. But the majority of the time, like you want to try to find somebody who is successful in the fields that you are wanting to be successful in, because not only will you learn from their like knowledge base and things, but they also have a network of a bunch of other people who are also successful in that same space that you'll be able to like get connected to. You shouldn't take advice from someone you wouldn't trade places with, Something Espe- like that. especially in your, um, or at least in their, in their vertical, you know, you gotta, you gotta make sure you, yeah, you, that's, a, that's a saying that I've said for a long time, but, um, Oh, I didn't know recently, that. Recently, <laughs> recently people have been like, well, you know, it's not really that. And so I, I, I agree with <clears throat> what people are saying. So maybe I need to change the way that I say the statement. Do they have a podcast studio but, like this? <laughs> What do you know? That's true. Do, are they sponsored by McAllen? No. Are we sponsored by McAllen? Hmm. That's two. That's TBD. You know, TBD. So the next <laughs> one doesn't have anything to do with masterminds, um, but this was a question I know came in yesterday, and it's actually from the guy that left the review. So I'll give him some airtime. So Chris uh, asked, you know, there's a lot of people that just started podcasts because we're in lockdown. And uh, he wants to know, should you just send it? Should you go after the people who are the big names who may be a little bit more available now? Or should you still wait to get some under your belt before you reach out to like the, the you know, the top dogs, the, the A-listers, if you will? Yeah, I think normally, uh, normally you should wait until you have a lot more reps under your belt. But yeah, given this current circumstances, a lot of people are just at home and getting used to doing a bunch of stuff virtually. Like I'm speaking at like, I don't know, four or five virtual summits over the course of the next like six weeks, just because everybody was just moving everything from in person to online. And so I think, I think a lot of people are getting really used to that and uh, you might want to take advantage of some people's downtime, especially, especially the more affluent people that are chilling in their like really nice house. Like they don't really have to go anywhere. (laughs) They don't really have to go anywhere. Like they just kind of are sitting there doing nothing, but they still have a bunch of money and they're just kind of enjoying their family during this time. Like they they might want to get on a podcast and, and they might be, might be more, they might want to get away it. from their family and it's going to the true. den to record a podcast might be the perfect way to do <clears> that. The perfect excuse. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that, I think the answer is yes, but also if you are brand new, then you might want to reach out now, but schedule for later. Mm. So if you like just started, I remember, I remember when I first started, I, I got this guy on, um, it was Patrick, but David, and I, I think I think I was just way too early to to do it because I, I was shooting for the stars, right? And I was reaching out to people who I really respected. But I had just started my show, and I got him on because I had mutual connections to him, like some people that were that I that I knew pretty well that were in his like in, uh, inner circle. And I had gotten John Lee Dumas on, who I knew they had known each other because he was just on John's show. And so I got him on, <clears throat> but then when I got the opportunity, I wasn't. I just wasn't good at it yet. So I I think I really blew that initial opportunity to connect with him in a memorable way. Luckily he's a a good dude and he gave me another shot at it. And I flew out to Dallas and interviewed him in person in his studio the second time and was really well prepared for it. And I think I did well with that one. But the first one, I think I just totally screwed up. Like literally like I had tech issues. This is back when I was living in Lancaster and we lived on the outskirts of town. We had just crap internet. We had um, satellite internet. So like the, the, uh, connection was totally unreliable. So what I what I was doing what what I did back then to like mitigate that is I did all of my interviews only audio. I didn't ever do video. So when Patrick came on because he's such like a you know somebody that I respected a lot and 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 had a, a really good name in the industry, 
um, <clears throat> when he came when he came on, he automatically assumed that we were doing video as well. Right. And I wasn't a strong enough interviewer or, or host to be like, hey man, uh, I don't do video because of X, Y, Z. I was just kind of like rolling with the punches because I didn't want to like disrupt any sort of positive energy that was happening. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I just like kind of let it happen. And so what happened was I, when I was speaking to my microphone, the feedback coming in through my headphones was like a half a second behind. So everything that I would say, I would hear myself say it like a half a second after I would say right. it. It was totally messing with me, but I didn't know what to do because I was in the middle of the interview. So all I did was like pull one headphone off of my ear like that so that I could actually hear myself say it audibly without hearing the like echo. But I had to keep my headphones on so that I could hear what he was saying. It was just a total nightmare. So like a bunch of tech issues happened. We started the interview late. Like I didn't feel like I was on my game as an interviewer because I was so focused on just trying to get a question out without hearing myself right. say it to myself. Like just so many things that went wrong on that. Um, and so I, I just think I just, I just wasn't experienced enough as an interviewer, like in my ability to ask questions, but also like to just take care of a tech issue that went right. wrong that I just, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd only done like 10 interviews up to that point. So I didn't know what to do. So yeah. I, I think sometimes you can get yourself into a, a, a bad situation if you try to, jump the gun and, and do things before you're ready to, to actually do them. So, um, but that being said, I think the answer is still yes. I think you should be doing a lot of reach out during this time because people are home in front of their computers, like a lot more responsive than they probably right. typically are. Um, but just set the interview out for like July or August or whatever. Like Unless you're listening to this in it. July, in which case. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Then that's uh, just right. wait an appropriate amount of time, get some interviews under your belt, get right. like work through some of those tech issues that may or may not happen early on. Like you just want, if you, if you bring in a big name on the last thing you want to do is blow the opportunity because if you do well with the opportunity, then that's when they're like, Oh, Hey, I have a friend that I can introduce you to. That would be great fit for your show. If you blow it, they go to the next man going, Oh my God, I just did an interview with the worst, the worst guy ever. Oh, I thought you were muting me. I literally thought you <laughs> were going to go across. <laughs> Sorry for talking. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be more of a. Get out of here. Ridiculous. Sorry. Right. Travis's butler keeps walking in and it's <laughs> super distracting. <laughs> um, are you done cleaning the yacht or what? Um, so anyway. Um, I'll leave it alone. That's a pass. Uh, that's it. Um, but yeah, so um, I think I think that's actually it for today. <laughs> we need to um, think of a good like questions. outro segment. Yeah. Because literally every single one's like, okay, well, we're done now. Done. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else that we should mention or talk about or no? Just, uh, if you are listening to this right now on Apple podcasts, then be sure to head over to your app and go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I'm just going to do a casual outro. <laughs> then head on over to Apple podcast. Make sure that you hit that rating and review. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even, I'm literally just doing okay, outro okay, music. Okay, Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Start it. All right, so if you're listening, this is right. I'm do, I'm gonna fade it. Okay, like, all right. This is lit. All right, so if you're listening sound to this, guy. Here we go. All right. If right. you're listening to this right now on Apple Podcasts, be sure to head over, leave us a rating and review. Let us know what's what, you know what we could do better, what uh, what you would like to hear more of, what you'd like to hear less of, anything like that. Um, and uh, leave a link or something to your podcast, your show, your business, whatever you got going on, so we can promote you here on the show. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell notification icon. 
Make sure to get notified every time we drop a new episode. That is it for this episode of World Class. Come at you next week. Peace. That's it, bro.